Monday night. Sorry for the little delay there, uh, but we're here. We just we wanted to let you guys get the first man of Raw before we gave you something better to watch. So, so. Uh, the first minute yes. of Raw, we're getting uh, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, and uh, Jinder Mahal in kilts and like Jinder full Mahal. Scottish garb. Wait, wait, Jinder Mahal? Yeah, we got a Jinder Mahal cameo because they're having a. Uh, a uh, package on McIntyre to like start the show. 3MB baby. I love it. Oh man. There's actually a bunch we talked about, but on Thursday, we promised you guys that we were going to give you some more conversation, a little bit more in-depth look at the dusty classic happening right now on NXT between both the women's and the men's. And we're going to speculate on where we're going to go from there with that as well. So, First and foremost, I'm Matt. I'm the host. Hi, Matt. Uh, I have a problem. Uh, my other guy, well, my problem, it's Ben from Colorado. He's here. He's right next to me. Yeah. I also have a problem. His name is D. Hawaita, the front man of PWO himself. That's right. I'm not really a problem, but uh, I just want to know that Everybody here is riding Doge to the moon. That's all. Riding Doge to the moon. moon. And no one can call him a problem except for maybe his wife, because Lord knows I ain't telling her otherwise. I call him the solution. It's Cod Sinclair. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, gosh. You wow. guys will be glad to know that the first person out on Raw this week is Shane McMahon. Oh God, Pat's Pat's prediction was just the wrong show. I'm really glad that I got cock blocked by Shane coming out on Raw. Um, mm-hmm. But while we're at it, shout out to new friend of the show, Jimmy Rave. Um, had some really good chats with him over the weekend. Um, we will put a GoFundMe uh, link on on our site. Um, he he unfortunately had to had to abruptly retire. Uh, he did have an infection in his arm causing amputation. Um, even if you can't donate to that, please share the link. Um, and maybe if you donate, maybe we'll give you a shout out here on PWO just to show how cool you are. We can do it. We're pretty great about that. Um, we're really good at that. While we're still talking about some things, quick shout out and congratulations to SmackDown announcer Greg Hamilton on his recent engagement. Congratulations, yes. brother. Pretty cool. He put the video there. That guy. The old ball and chain. Oh my gosh, man! He um he really talked about. You're gonna catch a stone. You're gonna catch a stone cold stunner at some point this evening, (laughs) Codson. I I hope so. (laughs) He's just waiting on it. Um, and while we're. Going up, we're going to take a quick swerve down. Everybody say a quick prayer for good old Terry Funk. Uh, it's, it's Dustin Rhodes came out and said he's in a lot of pain, um, but 
uh, believe. Well, I think Dustin Rhodes came back out and said, you know, it's just a lot of issues with his hip. Mick Foley gave some speculation on it as well. Um, but I just hope he's okay. At the end of the day, that's the important thing. Um, I I have not talked to Terry Funk yet, so we'll see what happens. Uh, when you do, just tell him I say hi. I'll tell him he's a tough SOB. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I don't really have any idea what's going on because I have headphones in and the TV is very low. Uh, But Elimination Chamber is a week from Sunday and I think Shane is announcing the participants. So, all right. Interesting. Interesting. We'll get more information on that here. Um, Also, I just have to throw this out there for one, Jeff the Hitman Hall. I don't know if he's going to catch it, and no one tell him, all right? No one tell him. Fuck Tom Brady. All right. Don't get him round up like that. No one say, no, no, no. No one say anything. I just want to see if he's watching. That's all. Matt, you know he doesn't have Facebook. No, 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 but he listens on the podcast. I know him. He listens on the podcast. Uh I want to see. I want to see how long it takes him. <laughs> Maybe I'll make some. Look, I, I gotta, I gotta say, um, Tom, like, I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I hate Tom Brady as much as the next guy, but um, what was Tyron Matthew doing last night? Like that, like you know, you're losing, you're losing. But he, I mean, I was like, poor guy. Like he's he never stopped talking trash, and I I remember from my own yeah from my own sports history um we had a guy that used was from another team we played over and over again he used to do that and i'll never forget one of my uh, one of my teammates uh hit a triple and we went up we were up like a 11 to 1 and this kid was running his mouth and he goes and he just pointed to the scoreboard <laughs> i was like all you gotta do it's like what are you talking about you're losing <laughs> now i will say this Having seen the entirety of that whole clip of, of that flag, Tyra <laughs> Matthews goes up and is talking to him and he starts going towards his bench and then Brady just friggin' goes after him. Yeah, they separate and oh, Brady comes yeah. back. Like but a, we're not a football rabid, podcast. Not, right, but not to get us off that, but the funny the, the best part of that was Tyron Matthew put out a tweet saying that Tom Brady said something that he can't repeat. And then somebody goes, oh, you know, Brady was mic'd up. And then he deleted the tweet. <laughs> so he was like, ah. oh, yeah. That's funny. Hey, you know, Brady let's, had let's, talk about, let's talk about the new beginning this week. Oh, uh, you mean Cheeseburger? No. Oh. Nobody knows who that is anymore. That's the world famous CB. CB, baby. Oh, that's right, CB. Um, CB. I mean – we can. I got, I got some more stuff to go through real quick. Okay. Yeah. That, sound, that sounds good. Was yeah. this just your plug back into professional wrestling conversation? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Look, I made the tie saying that Tom Brady is a rabid Wolverine. Who? Okay. Let's hope he doesn't go home and freaking murder his family. Michigan. Oh, <laughs> Come no. on. That's funny. He is he's a rabid Wolverine, not the rabid Wolverine. He's <laughs> something. <laughs> Uh, uh, hey, also, real quick, thoughts and prayers to Shaw Guerrero. Uh, after yeah, she's dealing with yeah, a lot no of illness, uh, I, I, 
trying to think of the best way to put it. She had a really big, uh, it looks like panic attack or anxiety attack. Um, it's just been, it's just been said that for the time being, she needs to, she needs to step away. Um, she's so young and there's still time that maybe she could come back, but right now I just hope she, she's okay. At least she's not no showing events. Kylie Ray. Uh, we can't, we already do that. Or already did it. It's done. It's out there. Yeah, this is why I don't feel bad about comparing R. Sullivan, Tom Brady to Chris Benoit. <laughs> While we're at it, we got some new members to the American Nightmare family. God, there's a really bad joke I can make there that we sh- I can't make on the air. Uh, so Cody Rhodes reveals that Nick Camarado is going to be a part of the Nightmare family. Big fan. I've been talking about him a, a little bit these past couple of weeks here, if y'all been catching on. I think he's a stud. He is a stud. Uh, I've just seen clips of him, and I am, I'm all in on him. And uh, also, Aaron Solo is Nightmare Family, which is interesting because I guess, you know, that means Bailey is Nightmare Family, yeah? Not necessarily. I mean, she's married mm-hmm. him, technically. She, she's married to Aaron Solo. I mean, yes. Yeah, she's in, she's in, she's, she's in the bloodline. She's the brandy on the WWE. <laughs> With, I guess she's going to get pregnant soon. I mean, there's something in the water up, over guys. there. Our, 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 I don't know what's going on during this tonight. You mean us being yeah, We, we got to step it up. We got to step it up. Yeah. We're loose. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about the Dusty Classic. Because, um, well, and then also let me throw this out here. Yesterday, I was able to watch the um, this, the uh, the big game. Since we're not allowed to say that, right, for contractual purposes, the name of the the the, the game. But um, on my brand new Roku uh, device, since I'm all ready for uh, for for the debut of New Japan on Roku. Um, on the Roku channel, and then I come to find out um, on my Roku, I, I get Stir with Ring of Honor. I was able to load a Peacock network for uh, for when WWE Network goes over there, and so yeah, dog. even high even high spots on there. So uh, yeah, dog. wrestling on. So oh yeah, I'm welcome down. to Roku, I'm, man. I'm feeling that's how I watch yeah, all my wrestling. It's a great investment. Yeah. Um, I'm happy so far. Even got Vice. I got Vice. I I can watch Vice and watch uh, uh, Dark Side. Your world has changed, hasn't it? (laughs) Which guy? Well, and and for me, it's hard. I spent a grand upgrading so I could have sweet Wi-Fi and have an antenna on my roof and do all that, so I could have to set internet out here in the woods. But, but we're uh, we're we're cooking peanut oil now. There you go. <laughs> we can start calling you Chick Fil A. You keep this up. Ooh. Hopefully, making as much money as Chick Fil A. All right, we're gonna talk some Dusty Classic. Mm-hmm. We got. Uh, do we want to start men's? Do we want to start men's, which is bigger, or do we want to just kind of quickly go through women's, which is pretty small? I was gonna go to men's first, then women's, and then we're gonna talk about AEW's nice. Women Eliminator Tournament. Okay. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and give a little breakdown here. We have all of our semifinal matches. So our final is actually this coming weekend at NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. Everyone pay attention. So when we do our prediction show, we know what's going to happen. Yep. Um, 
But this has been pretty interesting because the first round of the tournament was across NXT and 205 Live. In fact, we also had our first women's match on 205 Live, which was different. I was not expecting that. I kind of like the fact that they're they're uh, coupling the two together. I think that's a very good move. Uh, it was the first ever women's match to be held on 205 Live as well. That's what I just said. Oh, was it? I thought... I am tired. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what Matt just. Literally. Uh, okay, though. Yeah. Quite literally. <laughs> I am tired. Uh, so I'm going to blame that on that. All right. So. All right. Cool. So we're going to start with the men's here in the very first round. We had Undisputed Era defeat Breezango. It was a pretty solid match. Undisputed Era being represented by Adam Cole and Roddy Strong. Um, uh, talked about this forever ago. Is Bobby Fish hurt again? Yeah. Man. <sighs> I feel bad for the guy because I feel like since he has come to WWE, it's been it's been bad with the injury bug. Uh, if you don't, if you remember in Ring of Honor, he had an injury in Ring of Honor. And that's when Kyler Riley got his singles pushed there. So it's it even goes further goes back further than that. So. Uh. Yeah, sorry about that, Bobby Fish. I mean, um, love, love Undisputed Era, but that's uh, yeah. yeah, that's some hard luck. Um, so it was originally supposed to be Ashanti, the Adonis, and Desmond Troy versus uh, uh, Aria Davari and Tony Nice, but uh, b- both Desmond Troy and Ashanti, the Adonis. Well, I think just Ashanti the Adonis were murdered by Karrion Cross on NXT. And I mean, quite literally murdered. I mean, he just manhandled him. I feel bad for him. No, uh, you they were you don't literally mean murder. Huh? Figuratively murdered. I mean, you it don't literally like, mean murder. It looked like one. It was, it was, it was, it was a pretty good beatdown. I did it. Uh, so they were replaced by the <laughs> new team of Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Uh, they decided that they have respect for one another after beating the hell out of each other in a regular match and then in a fight pit. Uh, for those of you who didn't know, um, Champa came up to him afterwards after the match and was like, why didn't you just break my leg? And Thatcher was like, respect. Um, and then Champa was like, yo, I hear there's a spot open in the Dusty Classic. And then they got a match on 205 Live two days later. Yeah. Right. <sighs> now, typically, I'm the person here. I'm telling you how much I hate throwing together tag teams. I kind of like the fact that they have some kind of storyline in this. I will be upset if they win the tournament, though, which. Don't be surprised. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. So they beat Arya Davari and Tony Nese. No one is surprised by that. The thrown-together tag team of Kushida and Leon Ruff versus The Way. If you guys didn't know, this is not fastball. This is Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. Uh, there you go. And uh, surprisingly, Kushida and Leon Ruff got the win. Um, uh, it's a little frustrating. You push The Way as like, you know, a new heel, heel stable you know, with with the North American champion, and then you immediately, you know, have have them lose to Kushida and the Jobber. So I don't, I don't get it. I don't think you can call him a Jobber as a former North American champion. 
Yeah. Yeah, he can. Look, all I'm saying is he's above Max Moon. Give him give him some love here. Santino's a former Intercontinental Champion. You call him a jobber? Santino's a former legend. Or well, soon to be he's a jobber. Hall of Fame. He's a jobber. He's a jobber. He's a former Intercontinental Champion, Ryan. He's you not a jobber. Who I just said. Very first night. Yeah, bet Ben. <laughs> I'm I'm off today, guys. <laughs> I am worried yeah. about you. <laughs> there's an echo in the room. <laughs> um, I think there's an echo in the room. Wait, is there an echo in the room, guys? Are you in your bathtub? Uh, is that why there's an echo in the room? <laughs> no. That's next week, right? You spoiled it. So Kushida picks up the win, um, and it looks like Johnny Gargano not going to be able to get it done against Kushida until he inevitably does, unfortunately. Um, So that is uh, there. And then Ever Rise, Chase Parker and Matt Martell uh, lost to the Grizzled Young Vets. Really like them. I think they're really good. Um, I like their presentation. And just in general, I think their promos are pretty good. Memorize Jobber Deluxe. There's your jobbers. Yes. Good old Everrise. They will ever lose. Fall. They will never rise. Rise, fall. I Ever fall. Maybe this can turn into an age of the fall reference. Sounds like a uh, uh, some sort of uh, erectile dysfunction medication. <laughs> yeah. Uh, MSK sure. debut at Nash Carter and Wes Lee. And by Nash Carter, I mean Zachary Wentz. And by Wes Lee, I mean uh, – God, I'm sorry. Desmond Xavier or simply just Des from Impact. We talked about this when they debuted – these guys are very interesting in the ring. I kind of am very happy that they're getting this repackaging of being serious. Um, although there's something, I can't remember what it is that just kind of throws me off with them. Um, I want to tell you in their first match, they were kind of working a little heelish against Jake Atlas and Isaiah Swerve. Um, but they were clearly the baby face. Poor Swerve. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What are they doing with Swerve? Not using him and stopping him from being the biggest star on AEW. You're not wrong. I love Swerve. Kill shot's fantastic. Yeah. Um, he what also has the coolest theme music from his time on the Independence, but we can talk about that later. Although he, I, I know he's already gotten a shot, but he would be a nice... Cruiserweight champion, but I feel like it. I I I feel like it's gonna be Jordan Devlin's title next. Yeah. Um, pretty sure he's never lost the belt. Yeah, he never did. Although but, I don't know how you get him over here from England. Tough. Um, August Gray and Kurt Stallion lost to Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Oh my god, what are we doing? We're just making up names. Lucha House Party showed up in NXT, and in the probably worst swerve in all of this, Deep Imperium 
What are we doing? Okay. I think there's good and bad here because I think that NXT is the right spot for Lucha House Party. Yeah, I think yes. it gives them it gives them a proper avenue to 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 kind of use 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 their use their cruiserweight abilities better. Um, but then about face, we're putting them over the top heel um, tag tag team in 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 the entire NXT umbrella. Yeah, I don't. I don't really understand what we're doing. I agree. Maybe your top tag team in NXT right now, honestly. Yeah, I mean, other than Undisputed Era, I mean, they're definitely the top stable. Now, the good news out of all this, it does look like we're getting the rest of Imperium together. So, let's hope that happens. Yeah, because if they can figure out a way to bring Walter to the states. That's a win right there, and I know that banner that showed Drew Drew McNeely would be a huge fan of that. Bam Neely, yeah. Um, and our last first round match, we had the Bollywood Boys lose to Legado Del Fantasma. This was Joaquin Wild and Raul Mendoza. Yeah. Good. That's what should have happened. Yeah. Legado del Fantasma. Do it. True. I don't, I don't think they're going to. Yeah. So that was your first round. Let's go yes. ahead and take a quick look at our quarterfinals here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Undisputed Era lost to Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Awful. Well, we do. Oh, the, you know, they do a lot of that with the Dusty Classic. Remember, they, you know, the upsets and things like that. That's a pretty common. Never forget the never, first winners were Joe and Finn Balor. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It, that's that's pretty much know, a tradition. Do you do you remember who who they beat? Baron Corbin and Rhino. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> do you know who the yeah. other two teams in the semifinals were? Um. God, not off the top Authors of the head without scrolling. AOP? Probably two teams that aren't attacking no team team The Either Revival. The Revival. Oh, is it? Wait, wait, wait. Is it DIY? No. Oh. American Alpha. Yep. Yeah. Uh, DIY lost in the previous round to uh, Baron Corbin and Rhino. They were still Cruiserweight Classic boys. Yeah. Back when we loved them to death. Oh, boy. Yeah, not a not a. I understand you got to give them a little bit of traction because they're a new tag team. It's a part of storyline, um, but again, questions about what we're doing with Undisputed Era. You know, e- e- either we're establishing them as a top faction, or we're just having them in high profile matches and having them lose every time. You know, right. it's. It's 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 start and stop again, and it's this 50-50 booking that NXT has kind of adopted from the main roster over the last couple couple of months, and it's just and it's really annoying. You know, we need a we need a direction with undisputed era or push them to the main roster, do one or the right. other because right now they're being wasted. That's definitely a frustration. Yeah. No one really knows what's happening with them. Yeah, because for a while there, we thought that 
Adam Cole's contract might be running up, and he would be out the door. That was that was last summer, you know. And oh god, yeah. Uh, yes, and if you'll recall, I brought up earlier, uh, Machine Gun Carl Anderson tweeted out a picture of Adam Cole in his Bullet Gear Bullet Club gear yeah. earlier this week, and with a uh, TikTok clock emoji beside it. time. I will say, though, uh, Undisputed has never had a great showing. In the Dusty Classic, yeah. Yeah. Uh, They made it to the semifinals last year when it was, you know, three rounds overall. Uh, Actually, that was their first year in it, if I'm looking. Yeah, uh, because... that sounds right, because Kyle O'Reilly, or not Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish got hurt. Now yeah. Now into the original run. Yeah, and then in 2018, they immediately went to the finals when they had that triple threat against AOP, and then uh, when Roddy turned on Pete. Yep. Oh, I love that. It was, yeah. It was fantastic. So, Champa and Thatcher defeat Undisputed Era. On the other end of that bracket... Kushida and Leon Ruff lost to the Grizzled Young Vets. Good. Such a hatred for Leon Ruff. I was about to say, like, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan, but I wasn't a fan of him winning the North American title, and I wasn't a fan of him being in a high-profile match. So this is a hate that stemmed out of nowhere. This is that I am not a fan of – him being in a higher profile spot or match than what he should be. Yeah. It did kind of just feel like here's Leon Ruff and now he's your champion and now he's main eventing a takeover. Santino Morello. Uh, uh, now my I, argument is they actually really I think it's a somebody there. So yeah. Well, I think what I think really, honestly, if you if you think about it, it's almost like reverse engineering an excuse for the bad idea of doing it in the first place, right? So now they mm-hmm. they can't just make him disappear. Yeah, which is the bad part. Yeah, so they have to like, okay, he's legit. Yes, he's a tough guy. We need to, you know, you can't, we can't just go, he's a North American champion, and six months later, it's like, mm, yeah, now we, we're, he's going to be back back on uh, whatever main event or some show that no one watches. And so it's like, uh, I feel bad for him because I think he's a he's a good guy, and he puts me in the mind of some guys I enjoy watching, but bad decision. And then they, you know, the, he never got over the whole belt dropping to the ground, man. That just, that, that was just it. Yeah. So, anyway, that's how I feel about that. Live in a world where Isaiah Swerve Scott is competing in the cruiserweight division, and Leon Ruff is a former North American champion. Case in point. To be fair, though, he did have some help from uh, Damian Priest with that. Once again, it's not a hatred towards Leon Ruff. Yeah. Yeah. It's a just, frustration with yeah. the organization and their choice. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that darn, I'm sorry, but that, that, that 
putting the belt on him and have it drop to the ground was one of the worst things that's happened for that product that I can recall. Yeah. I got to ask, and I don't think we talked about when it happened. Do y'all think that was planned? Or do you think it just happened on the show and no one, and like, we just got to make it look good now. I think it was a little bit of both. No, I I think think it was planned. Yeah, planned. Yeah. All right. I think it was planned. The way it happened, look on his face and all that. I, I, I it, it was, it was planned. And then you know, Triple H even went with with it too. A little, just like come. On. Yeah, trips, trips messing up there. Yeah, Sarah. I think I, I think it means Sarah J. Oh, cut you, cut you with a knife. That one goes to our friend of the show, Mike DeShazo. Number one fan, Mike DeShazo. And here, you're, you're proving why China can never be in the Hall of Fame. Good. You... <laughs> Good. I wasn't ready for that. Okay. All right. Don't put her in. Anyway. Oh, God. Moving on. MSK defeated Drake Maverick and Killian Dane to continue to the semifinals. And thank God... Legato Del Fantasma defeated Lucha House Barney to earn their spot in the next round. So, mm-hmm. where we're currently sitting, we should have the two uh, semifinals. Excuse me, on Wednesday. It's going to be Champa and Timothy Thatcher versus Grizzled Young Vets. And we're going to have MSK versus Legato Del Fantasma. Now, what I'm going to ask you guys is, who do you think is winning? And why? Who do you think is going to the finals? Give me a reasoning why for the finals. Start with Cod. Okay, awesome. Um, it's going to be Choppa and Thatcher versus MSK. Um, Grizzly Young veterans are going to face the same fate that they did last year, uh, losing to a thrown-together tag team at the last minute. Um, last year they lost to the Broserweights, um, also another just thrown-together tag team. Um, although they should win the whole damn thing, um, they're well, they're, they're well overdue, uh, to win here in the States. Um, and then I feel like the Legato Del Fantasma loss, I feel like it'll be, um, related to carrying cross in some way. Um, and that'll kind of lead to carrying cross and, um, Fantasma at, um, takeover so i'm saying it's chompa thatcher versus msk um but that's just a quick count jay hagger what you think uh because they love doing it a thrown together tag team is gonna make it to the finals in tomaso and timothy and then they're going to be facing msk and msk because they're debuting, is going to win it all. Uh, White Lightning? You're a maniac. You're going to do something. Yeah, God, I'm just... No, I'm sitting here trying to find... Well, I'm, I'm tr- yeah, I'm trying to find some way not to agree with Van. 
<laughs> you can just say you agree right. with Todd. I'm, you know what? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say that. Uh, yeah, it, it, the wow. way that the way that they okay, the way that they like to do the these. I mean, I just think that Champa and Thatcher seem to make the most sense. I mean, because they love doing it with these thrown together tag teams, you know, because he just reminded me of the Broserweights last year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, that's and and Joe and Finn Balor. I mean, it goes. I, I think that might be what we're doing, although I would say I would um, I'd like to see MSK. I think that I like uh, let's remember the Broserweights won it last year, a thrown together tag team. Black and Ricochet. Ricochet and Black won it the year before. Thrown together. Defense, they were working on getting a tag title shot at WrestleMania at the time, I believe. They they were the people who challenged for the SmackDown, NXT, and Raw in the same weekend. Correct. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, they were thrown together, but they were tagging on the main roster as well at the same time. Yeah. Uh, the year before that, Peter Dunn and Roderick Strong. Made uh, actually, Undisputed Era was the official winner. Yeah, but I'm just looking Peter at people Dunn. in the finals. Ah. Uh, Peter Dunn and Roderick Strong. Thrown together Peter tag Dunn. team. Uh, Peter tw- Dunn. 2016, you didn't have a thrown together tag team. Uh, make it past the second round. Uh, and then in the first year, you had... Finn Balor and Samoa Joe versus Baron Corbin and Rhino as your finals. And this set up Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe for the yeah. world title. Now, I love and I appreciate all y'all. And I can see what you're thinking here. And I think in a perfect world, that makes sense. All right? Okay. The thing is, this ain't a perfect world. And we need to have one more match on our card for this weekend. And I think we need our tiebreaker between Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. And you're going to throw it together and it'd be something ridiculous, like maybe a last man standing match. Matt, there's already five uh, matches on the card. I'm not done. Oh, he's not done. Okay, continue. Not done. What I'm getting at here is Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher aren't surviving this tournament. They're not going to get a tag title shot. They imploding here in this spot on Wednesday. Maybe not completely imploding, but they're not making it to the finals. This is going to be Grizzled Young Vets versus MSK. And MSK going to sell their asses off for the Grizzled Young Veterans who are going to win this damn thing. So, okay, to round back to adding a match to Saturday's card, yeah, or Sun Sun Sunday's card. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna do Chopper Thatcher three and not Carrying Cross versus Phantasma. Nope. Okay. I'm gonna make you try would to you, turn in on a Wednesday for that. Which 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 match would you would you rather watch? It's not about what I want to watch. Uh, it's not what I'm asking you. We both know which one I want to watch. I've already seen the other two. So then it's the one that makes sense. No, no, no. This is WWE, dog. <laughs> and it's NXT. I, 
and we typically give them the benefit of the doubt. But this entire time, we've been sitting here going like, man, that's not very NXT of them. Listen, it, it would be very raw of, of them to do an about face with, with, with this tag team two, two weeks, three weeks. Maybe it would it would be extremely raw. Like, I don't think it's gonna happen, but I see your logic though. On top, uh, of it, if anybody cares, them, I have to give something different. <laughs> uh, the official theme of Elimination Chamber will be, and so it went by the Pretty Reckless featuring Tom Morello. I don't know what any word you just said meant. <laughs> <laughs> other other than Elimination Chamber. Uh, yeah, I do elimination and chamber, and that was about it. Do you know yeah. that it's called no? Do you know that it's called no escape in Germany? That's fantastic, mm. and I think I prefer that. Although yes. I was a big fan of No Way Out, that was a big, yeah, great, great show name. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of about face, let's talk about the women's Dusty Classic. Oh my God! Please no. But God, don't don't you want to see? First round, first match on 205 Live. We already have let me, finals in this, so it's going to be a little bit easier to predict, I think. Yeah, let me get this out of the way, though, really quick, because it's a rehash from what I said on the podcast um, last week or the week before. This should have never happened, okay? Um, I understand that people like Corey, uh, uh, Corey Graves want a more women's tag team role within within the WWE um, umbrella, make the division more prominent. But when you have to hire to just fill your tournament, that's a red flag immediately. You should have just had four teams in this thing and just gone with it. Now you're just having filler just to fill. You're having people that shouldn't be in a tournament just thrown together tag teams. And I know that this is um, – I know this is, you know, the, you know, dusty MO, you know, as far as his tournaments go, but none of these matches have been good. Mm. Well, I think that says more about the depth of the women's division there, which seems to, which seems to be a problem. Anyway, a lot of these people that they brought up obviously weren't ready. And so Mm. even now, and of course they did it for the Mae Young Classic where they would hire people. Russell one match and then left away most famously, uh, you know, one of the greatest TNA women's champions lasted all of one round. In the also a former broadcaster on impact. Uh, but it, I just, I, I feel like that. Um, yeah, you're right. It should be a, they could have the tournament, but it's just, yeah, four teams. Because I mean, we're all, I think we all know who's going to win. So, but Do we? I, I, I just, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, I think I have a different one than y'all. Don't you know? <laughs> I think I. Don't, don't you know? You don't think it's Shotzi Blackheart and, and Amber Moon? Oh, no. Okay. We're all on the same page. No. Okay. No. Okay. no. Who no. wins the semifinal wait, 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 wait. match? Pause. Pause. Let's give some build to this, please. <laughs> we haven't really talked about it at all. So, Cora Jade. And Gigi Dolan, Gigi. Dolan, oh yeah, yeah. They've, they've got a real shot of winning. Golly. And 
Elena Black lost to The Way in the first women's match on 205 Live. Ember Ooh. Moon and Shotzi Blackheart defeated Marina Schaefer and Zoe Stark. Uh, also, Ooh. quick question. Uh, that's Shafir, by the way. That's Marina Shafir. So. Sorry, I, I was more confused on where her actual tag partner was. Does anyone know where she is? Because I know she's still signed to the WWE. Uh, uh, that's Jessamine Duke. Yeah. yeah. She was she was in the uh, uh, Raw Underground. True. Um, so I don't, I don't know what since then what she's yet. Well, I'm asking. She's, that's... She's she she's probably still in raw raw underground. Yeah. No one ever let her out. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm here. <laughs> oh no, they left her. Where, where was that? Oh, that was the, um, before they were in in the current stadium, they were somewhere else. I can't remember the stadium. They just left. They were uh, stadium. Airline Amway, Amway Center. Center. Air, yeah, Amway. Oh to God. Uh, God, someone give me just a camera on Jessamine Dukes like. Where'd everybody go? This is Fight Club, isn't it? She's getting tortured down there, kind of like Zia, Zia Lee. God, That's one cool. could hope that would uh, make she's... so much better. Uh, let's keep going down this card uh, here. She's... Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter mm-hmm. defeated Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm with a little help from Io Shirai. Let's not, you know, not throw that one out there. Yeah, it's just to build their match this weekend. Yeah, 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 definitely. And Aaliyah and Jesse Camilla lost to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Ooh, didn't see that one coming. Never, ever. God, Robert Stone needs to sign some better talent. And so, and, and so that's my problem with this also, is we had some swerves in the first round of the men's tournament. This, the only real swerve, and it was more for storyline to build to the NXT women's title match, was the loss um, with Mercedes Martinez and, and Tony Storm. But everything else was chalk on this. There was nothing exciting, nothing great. Yeah. It was very mediocre. Uh, I think for a first tournament, they kind of wanted to go more safe with it, which I don't necessarily agree with, but I also want to say that the talent in this is not the greatest. Uh, so, looking at the bracket, they there was not any other way you could do this. Honestly, yeah, they nailed it on the head with who won what matchup. Outside of again, you hit Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm losing in the first round, but that was to build uh, for a women's title match. But it, but it goes back to what Dwight and I said, is that the depth is lacking. Yes. And that's the mm-hmm. problem where you could have done it with four teams and it would have still been effective. Have have two great semifinal women's tag tag team matches, or at least really good. They don't yeah. have to be great, but just really good. Nothing in this first round was good. Right. I, I agree. You probably could have gotten away with the four teams that were in the semifinals. Uh, and then from there, just play it out as it will. But again, it's showing very lack of depth outside of, you know, the top 
four or five people on the NXT women's roster? Hear me out. Wouldn't it have been a much better idea to put like the right spot in this tournament? Mm-hmm. I knew you were going there to put some <laughs> of your lower. And, and this is going to be more towards what I think will happen with this tournament. Um, which, here, by the way, the way versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart's happening this week on Wednesday. We'll tell you who's in the finals. I think um, a lot of us agree it's going to be Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Anyone think? Yeah. Okay. The way can't get out of the first round. Um, and Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez have already beaten Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. So Dakota mm-hmm. Kai and Raquel Gonzalez already in the finals. That takes away a lot of speculation. Uh, I think this is going to be your face versus heel. Um, and personally, I think the faces are going to win. Now I'll give you my reasoning why here, because I think. This tournament is going to get a title shot at the uh, TakeOver before WrestleMania. Uh, They have announced it. Let me just double check. Uh, Winners uh, winners will receive a future WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match. Does not say when. It just says they will receive. So it could be a throwaway match on like a random NXT I think it's going to be a takeover match right before WrestleMania because it's the last one beforehand. I agree. Um, And I think Dakota, or not Dakota Kai, but Raquel Gonzalez is going to be too busy fighting and taking the belt off of Io Shirai so Io Shirai can show up at WrestleMania. Okay. It's time to move Io. Raquel Gonzalez was the heir apparent when she pinned her in war games. And for some reason, we decided to hold this out. The only reason you hold this out is if you're planning on her winning it at a bigger spot. Mm-hmm. Night before WrestleMania won, that's the only other place I can think of, really. Yeah. Um, you you could have this this women's tag team title match. You you could technically have it at Fastlane. Um, yeah, I just don't see it happening. I don't think they trust NXT talent to do that. Uh, yeah, they could yeah, also team... have it at a the chamber elimination chamber because yeah. But do you trust your women's tag team current currently? Do you trust your champions currently? I trust half of them. You probably trust them more yeah. than you trust NXT because they've been on the main roster and Vince doesn't know anyone in NXT. That's a good point. <laughs> Although Nia Jax might kill Ember Moon. Um, yeah, probably. More likely. Probably probably Shotzi Blackheart. Probably. Either way, uh, I think it's gonna be a throw a throwaway match. They're not gonna win the titles because that means you have to have your women's titles on NXT and Vince doesn't watch it. Yeah. Tag titles can be on any show. Oh no, oh no, I I agree with that. But you're but you're gonna put the women's tag team titles that, for all intents and purposes, have been ex- exclusive to the main roster, even though they haven't been. But you're gonna have those those titles. You're gonna have them on NXT. That you know, the all the almighty does does not watch. Now, typically, you're right for always, but. 
What if I tell you that they're not going to stay on NXT after they win the women's tag titles? Yeah. You mean they're going to drop them immediately? No. I mean, they're going to go immediately to the moon. And by that, I mean the main roster. And I say the moon because there's no oxygen on the moon. There's no room to breathe. Straight Uh, to the main roster. Matt, that's the exact spot Vince thinks they're going to go to. Matt, I hate you for that, and here's why. If If that happens... No, if that happens and your and your EO Shirai plan works, you're gonna put Ember Moon, Shotzi Blackheart, and EO Shirai on the main roster. Who do you have left? I'm putting EO Shirai over on SmackDown and the other two on Raw. Because who do you have left in NXT? We have two Asians on the same show. I don't know what Vince would do with that. He'd lose his damn mind. Uh, and I don't know what you're talking about. We got Gigi Dolan here, baby. It's time. You just signed three new talent. You have some talent coming back. We haven't even really talked about Zia Lee. And, uh, God, I just said her name. Uh, is it Was it uh, Sean Sang? Sang Sai? I apologize. I, I can't remember, but we just got the video for about. her showing up on <laughs> NXT. So you're about to have two more women show up to bolster the roster, as well as the three you signed. It's time. Some of these people got to move. Dakota Kai as well got to move. That, that's some big shoes, though. And you're putting them onto an overinflated, as is, women's main main roster. Both both shows. Yeah, SmackDown could use some help. <laughs> I mean, they did just get back Naomi. That's and true. you know how much that pains <laughs> me to say. You know how much that pains say, me to say that. Doug. Uh, also, wait, wait, wait. Isn't Naomi on Raw? Is she? I think so. She's teaming with Lana. That's That should tell you exactly what you need to know about Naomi. She's I thought she would be with the rest of the bloodline on freaking SmackDown. I don't know. Uh, I am looking that up right now where she is on. It's Raw. Because you know what? Thinking about this, we talked about how they were put on separate brands for the draft. You're right. Oh, yeah. So, I, just, I just have a hard time you know, imagining what the NXT women's roster will look like without three, potentially four or or more leaving at the same time. No EO, no Rhea, no Shotzi, yeah. no Ember, uh, and someone else is going too. I'm trying to think of who it was. You said Dakota Kai. Yeah, I think it's time. She's probably going to need to bump up there, but I think she'll probably have a match with Raquel Gonzalez before moving on up. You do uh, still have Mercedes, Mar- uh, Mercedes Martinez, and you still have Tony Storm. Unfortunately, you still have Candice LeRae, um, Indy Harwell. So it's 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 not a lack of talent. It's a lack, a lack of, of it's a, a it's a lack of guys. It's a lack of upper tier talent. Yeah. Now, so Naomi is currently on Raw. So I. I Typically, I'm also right there with you in that there's no one really there to hold down the division. But we've seen NXT do this several times where they have to reincarnate, re-salvage, and go forward. Even though now they're on television, I think this is probably the best time to do it. It's not like you're pulling ratings anyway. Mm -hmm. And they are getting ready to move probably to another night. God, that would just be the best thing for NXT, but... That's, a, that's another debate for another night because um, we can go we can rant on that forever but I do want to spend a minute here 
and just sit right down and talk to you all about the AEW Women's Elimination Tournament. Uh, we have the full lineup, which I'm super about. I can't tell y'all. I'm actually very pumped for this tournament. Um, so we have uh, the first official match. It's going to be uh, legit Layla Hirsch versus Thunder Rosa as the first match in this tournament, as well as uh, Serena D versus Riho will be a first rounder on the U.S. side. We have not gotten a bracket yet or any dates when action takes place. I am kind of thinking uh, Revolution got pushed back, correct, to March? March 7th. March 7th. Ooh, not enough time. On a Sunday. Ooh. Ooh, it is on a Sunday. Ugh, why? Uh, they were moving it to to avoid being the same day as Canelo Alvarez. Uh, it's a big UFC fight on Saturday. Yeah. Um, oh, Canelo Alvarez. That was it. I knew it was a – yeah, they were avoiding something else. Yeah. So we got Layla Hirsch, who I love, versus Thunder Rose in the first round. Serena Deeb versus Riho. Poor, poor Serena Deeb. Um. <sighs> Let's just, uh, you guys, I'm also going to quickly go through the entirety of the uh, the women in the match, okay, for each side here. So, first off, we have on the Japanese side of the tournament, Aja Kong, Yuka Sakizaki, Veni, Emi Sakura, Ryo Mizunami, Mei Suraga, Rin Kotakura, and, of course, everyone's favorite person ever, Maki Ito. Chances are she's going to be the first person to say fuck on TNT. Oh. I, I don't so. know how much y'all know about her, but follow oh, she's her on wonderful. Twitter, fall in love like the rest of us. Although I really, I really want, I really want Freddie, Freddie Mercury to at least win a match. That's uh, all I, it's all I want. She'll beat, she'll beat Venny. <laughs> um, I have a long, a long push theory here that I'm going to give you guys here. On the United States side, we also have these women. We have Serena D versus Rio, Britt Baker, uh, Jay Conti, Thunder Rosa, Nyla Rose, Anna Jay, and Layla Hirsch. So I'm going to assume that just being on the American side of the bracket. She's winning her bracket. Now hold, now hold on, because you've also got Ty Conti over here, not – from America, you got Thunder Rosa, probably not from America. You got Layla Hirsch, no, 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 definitely no. not from America. No, no. See, it's it, not, it's not, it's not uh, origins. It's location of said tournament. So then, why hasn't Rio been on TV? Uh, Rio back over. I, I actually just answered this on Thursday. Yeah, so, so Rio okay. is in Scott quarantine. Moved during uh, the the in between period, <sighs> and she's been in the the two week quarantine. God damn it. <laughs> I hope uh, I'm tired of Serena Deep, so I hope Riho wins. I'm fine with Riho winning one match, but she should not be winning the tournament. She's winning the tournament, boys. Oh my um, God. She's winning at least a match. I don't think so. We've got to see the bracket. Yeah. Once I see the bracket, I will give you a definite answer. Because I think she's got a great chance of going over Serena Deeb. 
unless they don't want to have the NWA women's champion lose in the first round of the AEW women's title eliminator tournament. Yeah. Now, hear uh, me out. I got a theory on this as well. <laughs> I kind of feel like they're going to change that match. Because you know what? They they have already made like the, the um, graphic for Layla Hirsch versus Thunder Rosa. But I don't believe they've made the actual graphic for Deeb versus Riho. I think they did. I don't think I've actually seen that. I've been I've been looking. Oh, okay. I may have missed it. Um, so I think they're gonna change that. That's just my thought process. I think they're gonna change that. I think I'm gonna go ahead and tell you who the finals is gonna be. In my opinion, I may okay. be totally off and maybe spending way too much speculation on something that happened pre-COVID. But Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, gone in the first round. They're going to cost oh. – Britt Baker's going to cost Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa will end up costing Britt Baker. I think this is a better way to get legit Layla Hurst some screen time, and I think her getting a win over Thunder Rosa would be a good job of that. Uh, and then she can lose to Riho in the next round. <laughs> right. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have them take each other out, and that will end up being a pay-per-view rematch. I think it's stupid that they're also. taking each other out in the first round. Well, shut up, Ben. So, <laughs> this is my fantasy. Oh. So, I'm actually on board with that. Yeah, yeah. I think this is – hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a great opportunity for you to build depth. That's what we've always been saying has been the problem with the AEW women's division, is that they don't have depth and we see the same women. Um, I think this is a great opportunity – to not only reintroduce all all of all the Joshi wrestlers that we've been missing, um, this is also to to give people some more screen time. And I completely agree for once with Matthew. There it is. It don't it don't matter what anyone else says. Ooh. It's out there. Cod Cod's with me. I can't lose. So yeah. the solution. <laughs> the thing. I we all know I'm a Thunder Rosa stand. We all know it. Twitter approves it. We got proof. True. Look, if, if I'm rooting for anyone to win this whole yeah, thing, you know it's Thunder Rosa or Maki Ito. That's about it. But I think Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker can afford to take a loss in the first round with some shenanigans. We don't because just, they've already had a match. But I think there's definitely enough room for this to happen, and both of them will not be damaged by losing in it. That's the big thing. If anyone can afford to take losses in the first round and it make storyline sense, it's these two. Yeah. What I'm what I'm not hoping for is for a first or second round matchup between Ty Conti and Anna J. Because that's gonna absolutely destroy I me. I also think that's happening. <laughs> um, <sighs> now here is here's the only thing though. If you do that, that leaves Nyla Rose. Uh, versus Britt Baker as the other match then. Like, that would have to be it. Which would mean Nyla Rose is going to lose to Rio before the finals again. That would, that would be great storytelling. Oh, dog. God, I realize I haven't pitched this to you yet. You're going to love this. All right. All right. 
Now, look, I am not going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> do the entire Japanese bracket. I'm just going to tell you who the final two are going to be on that side. It's going to be Yuka Sakazaki and Maki Ito because I love Maki Ito. Yeah. You guys can't tell me otherwise. There's no proof it can't happen. Till we get a I think, I think, um, I think that Emmy Sakura's got a good good chance. I think that's fair. Um, because she's because she's already been in introduced to the AEW fan fan base. I think that's already there. Andre Kong is a very in, interesting one because even the the one time that we saw her, she wasn't very mobile. Yeah, you know, that's kind and, of my concern. So I'm very interested to see how they're gonna book her. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Um, as do I. I am. I'm, yeah, everything. Stop. What's going on here? Um. So, what I am getting at here is back in July of 2019, we saw a little bit of this, and I think it's time time to build on it. Yuka Sakazaki and Riho lost to Nyla Rose, and following the end of that match, Riho got frustrated. It was like, you know what? I, I can't with you right now. I'm pushed her. I think the finals is going to be Yuka Sakazaki mm-hmm. versus Riho, with Riho turning heel in the finals to face Hikaru Shida and reclaim the title. I would be okay with that. Uh, I am not, not okay huge, with that. And I'm not a huge Rio fan. Is it because Rio's winning the title back then? We all know how Jeff and I feel about Rio on this podcast. We've, we don't need to rehash it for the hundredth time. I, I, you know what? I like the sound of that. Because you got to do something different, different with it. But I, I mean, I I didn't believe a champion Riho. I definitely not going to believe a heel Riho. So I don't know unless she goes like full Oscar or something. I don't know. I'm not even thinking full Oscar. Because look, you okay. we're all thinking that she goes full like batshit. I'm going to beat you down, crazy heel. Right. I'm thinking. Caddy, maniacal, like doing things behind the ref's back. I mean, dirty, dirty ass Rio. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like chicken shit. We're going full chicken shit. We don't really have a chicken shit heel. You kind of have Britt Baker. Right. He's a little bit too dominant to be a chicken shit heel. Yeah, uh, Justin Women's. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm getting at. There's no one to fill that spot. Riho's spot has essentially been sold to Hikaru Shida. And I think all of us would agree Hikaru Shida is probably the better spot for that. Rio has worked heel before. You can continue pushing this whole, she's the princess of the division. And the princess always gets what she wants. Okay. I'm not going to argue with you. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not. Matt, I see what you're getting at, but I still disagree with you. I mean, then what do you think should happen? I've been saying it all along. What are we doing with Britt Baker? Uh, Recovering from a thing. I'm going to say Thunder Rosa. 
Yeah, I'm thinking Nyla Rose needs to win. That's just because I like Nyla Rose. Um, I'm with and you. she hasn't done a lot. Yeah. I want Nyla I'd Rose. I'd be okay with Nyla Rose. My only thing is we're kind of starting to get more of a story between what's going on with Nyla and Vicky. And I, I still think Nyla Rose not fully grasping it and losing in the semis would definitely continue to push her a little bit further off the edge, making her a bit more unhinged. Could be. And then we get the Nyla Rose that just murders people. I miss murderer Nyla Rose. A lot of focus on murder. You're, you're, you're really like, um, you're, big t- you're big time on like death and murder and literally yeah, killing people tonight. Because it's, it's everything that happened yesterday. I can't believe in anything good in the world anymore. Um, aren't you a <sighs> Tampa Bay fan? I will be once Tom Brady's gone again. Okay, that's, I respect that. I respect that as a former New York Yankee fan. I was about to say, Dw- Dwight, you can you can look in the Discord. I I laid all this out earlier today. Well, <laughs> I was so. I, I agree with you just from the simple fact that, and I may have said this before, but I'm as a Yankee fan my whole life from a child. Um, when Alex Rodriguez was suspended, I said if Alex Rodriguez ever sets foot on a baseball field with a Yankee uniform, I'm done with the Yankees. And now you'll notice I have nothing but Washington Nationals gear. I kept in my word. That's okay. You made the right choice. Jerry is still out if I have. We'll see. But we'll find out uh, one day. Maybe when we – It went to Super Bowl, so. Yeah. Now yeah. yeah, we... the not Super the time. I'll start dancing again. <laughs> um, but, Yeah. So I definitely think whoever wins it gets a title shot. Maybe it's not going to be a revolution. Maybe that's where we get the finals. Uh, and maybe we get the actual title match at double or nothing, which would give more time to build on heel Rio. <laughs> uh, could they do it? Another like interim paper. I don't want to say interim because that's not what they are, but they're like paper. Yeah. They're inter- like pay-per-view level, just dynamites. It's possible. I feel like, though, if you have a match of that caliber and you're building it up and you have someone who just won a 16-woman tournament, I feel like that deserves a spot on on a bigger show. And that might frustrate people that it's getting held off, but I think that's definitely something that deserves a bit more of the respect. And it would I mean, more time to build it. But we said that with uh, Kenny and uh, Moxley. You're not wrong. I will also say, though, I think – that match should have probably happened at uh, which one is it? Not all out. Full gear. Full gear. Yeah. 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 I think I, I still stand by that. That was probably originally set to go there because that was supposed to be a year from when he lost to Moxley. But yeah, I digress. Uh, they could do it. I just don't think it will, especially with the criticisms of the women's division. You can have Kenny Omega winning the world title and everyone will lose their minds. But having having the tournament building throughout the week and then having it as a premier spot on a pay-per-view shows it to be a more significant part of the show, which is what they need to do right now. Yeah. Right. And while we're at it, we're not have we not signed Ivelisse and Diamante? We have not. Yet they won the first women's tournament. Did they ever get anything for yeah. that? No. <laughs> no, but Ivelisse, uh, 
Well, I, I, wasn't that a rumor that the, she got into a thing with, uh, uh, was that Thunder Rosa? Yeah. And, and I don't know that it ended up being a, just a rumor or if that was for real. I want to tell you. Yeah. That. No, no, I love it. I don't think, I don't know if they've been on the show no. since then. Just further proof that TJ should have won it. I also think I, I, we got some some good stuff out of that. I think it probably should have led to a triple threat for the women's title. That's just me. I'm not a booker. I'd be, you know, I'd be a good one, I think. But, you know, what do I know? Has AEW yet to have a triple threat or a three-way dance? Yeah, the uh, Cracker Barrel Brawl or whatever they want to call it was triple threat. We also just had in July of 2019 Riho versus Yuka Sakazaki versus Nyla Rose, where at the end of the match, Riho pushed Yuka Sakazaki. All right, so have they had any three way dances yet? You mean like elimination in terms of like EZW style three way dance? Which is the which is the correct way of doing it? Thank you, Dwayne. The elimination, yes. Uh, That's that's. That that's how this needs to be if that's gonna be the final. Is is you have Japanese side, you have the American side, you have Hikaru Shida in the middle, have a three way dance, whoever comes out of the end, your champion. Oh Screw man. It. There you go. You know what? You could even push that to be uh they go the full like thirty minute time limit draw or something like that to have that happen. Re- Really, really invest in this. Although, yeah. could you have a time limit draw on that match? If it's would the final, you I, the Cody rule? I mean, they might change it to a 60-minute. In that mm-hmm. case, we don't want to see that. But mm-hmm. I feel like Yuka Sakazaki no. versus Riho 60 minutes would be entertaining. Uh, I disagree with you, Matt. I think you're. I think you're on a lonely island. I think you're on a lonely island there, but but I but but I think that's the right way to build this. If I was booking it, um, is I don't care who comes out of the women's side or out of the American side or the Japanese side. Having a three-way dance at the end, just whoever comes out on top is the one that is the one that comes out on top. You can build a ton of story through that as well, regardless of who's there. I don't hate it. I kind of like it. My only thing is I feel like you get a little bit more and you can push someone a little bit higher by having them win the tournament and then face for the title. That's just me well, you know, nitpicking, but that's about it. Honestly, I like the idea of them having that match. I think it would be pretty good. Yeah. But once again, you kind of have themselves in kind of a, a, a hole with the well, so, which also have they introduced judges no. since then? Hey, uh, let me. Uh, I don't. I don't know. But hey, can we? Can we? Uh, can we tra- transfer and talking about something that's really super important? Yeah, let's do New it. Japan. No, even better. So, we just watched the Super Bowl last night with twenty-five thousand people or so, thirty thousand cutouts. We know that what. Whatever WrestleMania does is going to be more than that. Let's just let's just say they flip it and go thirty thousand people and twenty five thousand cutout or twenty five thousand uh, Thunderdome screens or whatever they do, regardless. But um, that's a lot of people coming to Tampa to see that. 
And I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, this afternoon they announced that the collective will be in Tampa. So we're gonna see, let's see the list goes. Uh, Orange, presented by Orange Crush and Toy Bomb at the Cuban Club at Ibor City, Florida, just north of Tampa, April 8th through 10th. We got Joy Janela Spring Break. We've got Josh Barnett's Bloodsports. We've got Effie's BGB. That's the, the big the breakfast. That's the morning one. Yep. FTC, Jimmy's uh, EF, VXS, Planet Death, House Cologne, Alley Cats, RHGS. Acid Cup, No Peace, and Unsanctioned Pro, bunch of indie shows in Tampa that week. And so that's that's good news. I don't care how you feel about stuff. Those people missed out on a lot last yeah. year. Can I tell you my and, concern? Because okay. I think, A, I want those to happen. Because I really enjoyed yeah. the collective the last time they did it as well. Yep. And these guys deserve to get paid because I don't think enough people are buying t-shirts. Honestly, mm-hmm. right now. Um, now, I got to tell you, I have a bad feeling with the amount of criticism that Tampa has picked up in the past 24 hours on celebrations and oh, people at the show. I wouldn't be surprised if the mayor of Tampa puts a like restriction number yeah uh, uh i don't well they might they may do that but i'm just saying um i don't think so i mean dude they it's it we've been we've done this over and over again how every event is going to cause uh florida's been open for a while um yeah if they take the same type of precautions that the nfl did or something similar and wwe will and the other places are going to have to because they they're i mean those indie indie people i mean they're on the edge of, of bankruptcy as it is right yeah they have so they're really gonna have to take some uh, probably a lot of outdoor shows i would imagine uh going into that hopefully that's what they're doing hopefully um, it works for it yeah and so I'm just happy they're getting to do it because this is at some point um, if we don't, if it didn't come back in some way, it was a comeback. I think that's the worst possible. So uh, we'll see. So we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm not jazzed about the two day. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch. I'm, I'm obvious. I'm not going to Tampa. I don't have the cash. Well, maybe I do, but um. But, uh, you know, I'm definitely going to watch. Definitely watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for the collective. I really enjoy the product that they typically put out. Now, mind you, they, there are some kind of duds occasionally. But, I mean, Bloodsport, I love. It's a great mm-hmm. show, I feel. Yeah. Um, the last one they did I don't think was their best work, but it was still pretty entertaining. Um, I mean, I just remember, like, after this, like that whole weekend, it was a couple years ago, and – of all the things that happened, Ricky Morton with the Canadian Destroyer was like all over the place. Like that was the the, the gift of the weekend. You know? So thank, thankfully that they're doing this again. I'm definitely excited. I got to ask, Cod, you had a big reaction to that. Ricky Morton Canadian Destroyer will always get me. I'm, I'm in before <laughs> that, but yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like something yeah. had happened while he was talking about the collective. No, no, just 
everything that Dwight's saying, like, this is great for professional wrestling. Um, this is great for everybody. Um, I hope that there aren't too many restrictions. And when I say that, it is for the benefit of making sure that that the talent gets paid and that everybody is happy, everyone is healthy. Um, Because as we've seen over the last couple of years, um, the best professional wrestling is a wide variety of professional wrestling, multiple, multiple selections, you know, something you can watch on Monday, something you can watch on the go, something you can, you know, down, download and watch. You know, and yes. a, a lot of and and a lot of these indie promotions are either going through YouTube or they're going through the indie network. Um, so it's really great to see that all of these independent shows are coming back, um, hoping for the best because um, something goes wrong that weekend, and I don't know if we have any more. Right. Now they do have for, uh, the for the culture. <clears throat> They're doing that again. It's going to be on fight, streaming on fight. Uh, so, yeah, there's a, yeah, the big gay brunch. That's what it was. Big Effie's, yes. Yeah, so. Yep. Effie, the daddy yeah. of indie wrestling. Yeah. Love him. <laughs> and there's, there's, hey, Cod, there's one show you're probably going to avoid. It's called Real Hot Girl Shit. <laughs> one of my friends, but that's the name of the thing. You probably not. Okay. Alley Cat's Real Hot Girl Shit. You're probably going to want to skip that. I mean, I don't think I am that's not, really- not a huge fan of Alley Cat. Um, her work is okay, yeah. but overall, just not not good. I saw her take a Hurricane Rana from uh, Penelope Ford off of the apron right onto a wooden basketball floor about four feet in front of me. That was uh, at uh, Nova Pro. And yeah, just that the sound of a part. Of a person hitting a wooden floor, yeah, yeah, that'll uh, you know. that'll do it to you. She won the match. <laughs> with that, guys, we kind of leave you there with that. We got a lot more we're gonna talk about on Thursday because we'll have a returning member of the cast in there, our specialist for New Japan. Oh my gosh, the show the show will be over by then. No, it won't. Yes, It'll it never will. be over. It's never over, Cod. And then we can talk all the great things that happened at it. 10th, 10th and 11th. The card's already set. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check out New Japan. Yeah. It's great yeah, stuff. Cod, three best matches on the card. Go. Um, I'll give you the four best matches, and they're all title matches. <laughs> um, for the IWGP Tag Team Titles, you're getting G.O.D. versus Dangerous Techers. Um, Going to be a great match, as much as we all hate Zack Sabre Jr. with a passion. Um, uh, and, and that's on night one. Um, and then also the main event, I'm assuming for night one, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title. It'll be Hiromu Takahashi defending against Sho. Um, moving on to night two. Um, ben from Colorado on that. Wait, what? <laughs> Never mind. No, we're, we're going to keep going. Oh, wait, did I hear show? Are we talking about my boy? We're going to the never open weight six man tag team title match. We're getting Chaos versus the Bullet Club, which I am super excited for. 
Um, Jay White has been um, super on fire this year. Um, Wait, the never open weight title? The never open weight six-man tag team title. Oh, 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 oh. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, Jay White's promo on ECE was absolutely fantastic. Um, And then the main event for night two um, for both the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships, you have Kota Ibushi defending against Sonata. We all want Sonata to win. Probably not going to happen. Um, but this, I think, is a great opportunity to split the damn titles. Yes. This is an absolutely mm. fantastic op- I I know that Sonata should be IWGP heavyweight champion. Uh, maybe he wins and um, since, um, you know, since – you know, Sonata's already given Ibushi a gift. Ibushi accepted. Maybe this will be a follow-up on that. Or Ibushi wins, returns the gift back to Sonata, which is the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Um, this is a great opportunity, and it's not going to happen because I feel like Kent is going to win the U.S. title from Mox here in a couple weeks. Um, we'll have the U.S. heavyweight title the heavyweight and the intercontinental will merge and that'll be it. So yeah, guys. Yeah. Go get new Japan world. Right. Right now. Like Um, 96. Yeah. It's something like that. It always, it always fluctuates. Some, some months it's nine 89. Some months it's nine 96. Otherwise it's under $10 a month. Pretty Um, much. You get all the live stuff. You get all the older stuff. It's fantastic. Best professor wrestling on the planet. That's really damn good, guys. It's got to be great. I really look forward to watching it uh, this weekend while recovering from vaccinations. Yeah, I mean, I, oh. I bought Roku. I bought Roku just for that. So, <laughs> uh, if anybody cares, Edge's WrestleMania update will be next on Raw. Okay. Our update is that we still don't know who he is going to face. He's just update is that he's on. Update is that he's on the wrong show, guys. Yeah, look, look. I don't he's on him. all the shows. I don't want him versus Roman. It's going to happen. I think it is, but here's my thing. I don't spear want versus spear. So there's that. That's already been people are like, oh, this should be the thing that happens. A spear also- only match. God, that, that see, that's what you bring back Goldberg for to face Roman and hopefully injure Roman. <laughs> Nobody said spear on a pole match. <laughs> Can we just put Judy Bagwell? An actual, an actual spear. An actual spear. Yes. It's like it's a memorial. It's a memorial to Kamala. It's his actual spear. <laughs> you have to get it and then stab your opponent to win. Is this like yes. uh, lighting the fiend on fire? Because he's the tribal chief. <laughs> oh, guys, guys, we can't do that because it's a spear. And a spear is, you know, generally seen in like a Samoan Pacific Islander culture as a high weapon. Your bullshitting's getting there, Ben. You're on your way. Yeah, but I feel like with the announcement of the Elimination Chamber match tonight, I feel like that is to set up Drew, Drew's opponent 
before Mania. Yeah. Um, it could set up. Um, now, if I'm wrong, this could set up um, a championship opportunity at Fastlane to get to Drew versus Edge at Mania. Um, but all signs, all arrows pointing to the same direction, um, Roman versus Edge. Yeah. Well, and you get you guys are missing the celebrity tie-in for this. I mean, you know, we can yeah. have we can have uh, money, baby. No, I was I was gonna say that we could have a Roman Reigns against Edge, Spear versus Spear, with the special guest referee as Britney Spears. Uh, <laughs> the Elimination yeah. Chamber match is for the WWE Championship, so it's not yeah. for an opportunity. Yeah, it it could it could set up something at at, at fast lane though yeah. to get Drew just to Mania though. Yes, yeah, yeah. And my uh, question st- is, if it's not gonna be Sheamus, who I think should have won the Rumble, mm-hmm. is that a Keith Lee reference? Yes. Yeah. Keith Lee was back on Raw tonight. Yes. Backstage segment with Dumbass Riddle. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's harsh. Hey, don't forget and keep this in mind as we're thinking about moving forward. I mean, usually Fastlane is like a throwaway pay-per-view, essentially. But this year, that's the first Peacock uh, era pay-per-view. So It's eh, probably not going to be a throwaway. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, so keep that in mind. Now, let me ask this. Did we get the participants to the chamber? Yes, I have them pulled up. It is... Uh, Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Sheamus, AJ Styles, and The Miz. So, WWE logic. Um, The Miz gets eliminated. Drew makes it all the way to the end after being in at number one or number two. He survives. Miz cashes in. You get Miz versus McIntyre at Fastlane or the lead up to Mania. Um, that's one. That's one possibility. Yeah. Um, Keith Lee is not in that though, which yeah. holds out hope that he may get his shot at Mania. Now, uh, I asked the question: If Keith Lee didn't get or was exposed to COVID, do you think he wins the Rumble? No. I think. It seems like this is this this is plan B from the jump. Um as opposed to plan A, which was what was hotly rumored for a while as being like the worst case scenario. Um no no denying that when Edge came back to the Rumble last year, we all wanted him to win it then. So what happened? They wrote on that. They We all knew he was going to get another title run. This is his last title run. He's going to get it. Um, Unless he's facing Roman. Now, no, the reason I say that is that there are several reports out there stating uh, Vince McMahon is not sold on Roman losing the belt at Mania. We have Edge coming. Which Edge, I don't think, has to win. But it could set up um, Edge versus Roman a rematch. I feel like Edge. Um, uh, maybe I don't I'm think wrong, but that's just. 
is it is it because he won the rumble and this is like his last go or is it <coughs> um well i feel like if it is against roman the storyline is too good to not take advantage of um the guy who essentially took over when he left um you can continue to harp on the fact that edge can't go edge isn't the guy anymore he's not capable of doing it i mean the same thing everything that they did on friday leading up to the kevin owens stunner which we'll rant about at a later time because we're over right now but uh, i just i feel like there's so there's a much better storyline there with edge winning the belt um rather than losing at his first chance at the title that he's had in over a decade i mean that's my there thing. Might, I mean, there might be a quick count, but I don't know. <laughs> I like that. And by saying that, God, hit us with the plug. Excellent. Um, obviously, on the men, if you guys are following the Discord, you know all about it. Um, a plethora of videos coming out this Wednesday. Should be back on schedule by the end of the week. Um, episode five question mark um filming with jeff once again this weekend uh the ref bump it is episode five wcw super brawl 2000 um it's a hot garbage fire it's gonna be a lot of fun um dumping every every ounce of just of just you know the hatred of the week just on 2000s wcw it's gotta be wonderful it's gotta go somewhere guys and uh let me just go ahead and say right now, you guys should check out the YouTube channel because there's a lot of really great content already there. Other things to come this week is going to be two prediction shows talking about both Impact with No Surrender this weekend, mm-hmm. right? No Surrender, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. It's like a really bad term. Stupid name. God bless America. Why can't they just call it Vengeance? Or or we can go back to Valentine's Day murder or massacre. <laughs> murder. Like Gosh, the murder. murder. Matt, what's up with you and killing people today? Yeah. Murder. I did call Tom Brady the rabbit. You know, <laughs> you know, only you can keep Matthew from killing people. If you visit our Kofi page at Kofi.com backslash PWO123, it's as simple as one, two, three. For the price of a cup of coffee a day, you can keep Matt from killing people. And that's right. Continue pushing these incredible shows onto YouTube. With mm-hmm. that, guys, I must bid you all adieu. I got to check when the next full moon is and uh, make sure that no cops are in my neighborhood for reasons. So with that, guys, <laughs> I must bid you all adieu. Uh, check out all the cool stuff. Uh, the next full moon will be Saturday, February 27th. Oh, gosh. Stay away. Just in time for Mox to lose the title. I'll see you guys hopefully on Thursday if I'm not arrested for dubious reasons. Goodbye and good night. Bang. See you Thursday.